Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Well, it's not like micing up an NFL player. <laughs> You're not hearing a lot of natural sound of them you don't. cussing out a fly for taking his path. Uh, listen, I want to carve out as much time as I can for uh, for Max Reese and the governor, so I'm going to go quickly over to Mark Christopher in the Brown Panderas and Scott Traffic Center. All right, Brian, thank you very much. Well, not much to tell you about right now. We'll keep this uh, short and sweet. 8491, Route 2, 291, 384, moving well. No problems in Middletown, no problems in Waterbury. Did that road closure down in Stratford. Route 110 is shut down at Woodside Terrace, a tree down there. And uh, right now, just look out for a uh, disabled uh, tractor trailer on the right shoulder at exit 33 in Plainville. Uh, just use caution. Traffic getting by there, okay, but uh, definitely a little caution would be well advised. Traffic and weather together on the 8th WTIC News Talk 1080. And now, the WTIC 5-Day Forecast. Hey, it looks like our weather is going to be dry and comfortable here as we uh, head into and through the weekend. We're partly to mostly sunny today. Highs in the low 80s this afternoon. The uh, dew points are dropping into the 50s and even into the 40s later. Plus, we have a northerly breeze. Uh, tonight, it looks clear to partly cloudy, the low near 60. Tomorrow, it's a mix of sun and clouds with a high near 80. Back down near 60 Saturday night with a partly cloudy sky. Will be dry Sunday. Sunshine mixed with a few clouds. Highs in the low 80s. Clouds increase Monday. The chance for a shower in the afternoon or evening. The high near 80. There's also the chance for some showers uh, Tuesday and Wednesday. Temperatures those days staying in the upper 70s to about 80. Right now it's 70 at the weather station. WTIC News Talk 1080. All right, we're hot now. Let's go. We have Governor Ned Lamont and Max Reese. I just thought it would be nice. I mean, initially, you know, when Max said he'd come in, I was like, well, maybe Governor Lamont would come in. And then I was like, because I always want to get the governor in. And so maybe I could get him at the same similar time and have some. And then Max didn't know until he saw your advance team show up. He's like, is the governor coming this morning? And I just wanted to give an opportunity. I mean, you don't have a conversational setup. I mean, um, What's the latest you called him at night? <laughs> He's going to now enjoy banker's hours, Brian. It's going to be a very different so game. Be- <laughs> uh, we would start sometimes, especially during COVID, really early in the yeah. morning and late at night. Uh, things were changing all the time. We had to figure out how to um, 
talk about that in a way that people could understand. And we had to be able to do that first thing the next morning. He got a lot of me. He you, needs a break. You, you're a first-time elected official, and then you hire somebody who's not an industry veteran on the comm side. He was a journalist. Like, What made you think that he'd be a helpful part of your team? Because he knows how to communicate. And there's nothing more important in this game than being able to say what you're doing and why you're doing it. Max was there front and center, year, year and a half. We did those life and death COVID briefings. It's not simply what we're doing, but why we're doing it. Because 98% of what we did was voluntary. You had to have people understand what you did. So what's the earliest he called you? Uh, we got a number of five five thirty a.m. phone not calls. Too bad. Those are okay. Those are fine. But 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 what I'll say is what what I what I what I admired about the press conferences that that Governor Lamont did during the pandemic was, and I think reason why so many people trust what what you have to say is you 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 weren't concerned about saying how you were thinking about something. You would say, here's what I'm thinking about. Here's what makes sense to me. And I think that a lot of time politicians are scared to say that because they think it lets their guard down a little bit. But I think for you, and I've, I've seen you in the same way, both in a private meeting and in a public press conference, it's the same. Well, here's how I'm thinking about it. And I think that when you talk about things that way, I think it comes off very sincere because it is. And I now know Ned Lamont very closely for three years. The same person you were seeing on TV is the same person you were seeing um, I, I, on the couch with a glass of wine. So, so do you ever say, Max ever say, Governor, no. And you're like, yes. And he's like, no. And he's, you're like, yes. And that's it. Go to your room. I mean, like, you know, like when the, those moments behind the scenes where you, you know, you want somebody who's going to disagree with you. I mean, uh, oh, no, we have uh, rambunctious debates, discussions. You're going on Brian and company. No. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it should always be. But, yes. But that's, what, that's what I mean. Look, it, we have a, Max is there. We have all of our groups together. You'll have uh, Katie Dykes from the environment and you have David Lehman from economic development. And, uh, you know, you have some pretty good tension as you try and find a way to go. Deirdre Gifford in public health, David Lehman, economic development. You had some pretty good debates there. Yeah. And Max is right there at the room trying right. to figure out how to present it. Before we let him go, any final goodbyes? And Are you okay, by the way? Have you recovered? You have, you're, you, I know you have a new person in place, which a name I'll never forget. <laughs> Anthony Anthony. What's his middle name? <laughs> I just call him squared. I mean, I don't know what to do. Two but, tones. But I didn't know. I wanted to give you a quick opportunity to just, you know, because Max is someone that on our side we know so well, but the general public probably doesn't. A, Max cares. And that's really important. If you're going to tell a story, you're going to say, this is what we're doing, why we're doing it. You got to do it from the heart. Uh, Max does that. As Max just said, it's not simply a matter of what you're doing, but why we're doing it. So I was thinking out loud in many cases, and Max was helping to translate that as a guy who spent uh, 13 years on TV, yeah. knows how to do. And, uh, you know, I came out of newspaper, a little different uh, genre, but uh, Max really knew how to tell that story in a way. And uh, look, in politics, you got to be able to say what you're doing and why you're doing. 98%, like I said, is voluntary. Yep. And both businesses, you need a thick skin. Uh, Max, st stick around. I yep. mean, I, you know, I, I, but I'm going to transition. Don't be an advocate for him all the time. Like, don't, don't jump in and say, don't uh, say that, or don't jump in with some statistic. I'm talking to the governor. That's okay? fine. I won't say that. That's so, fine. I'm I mean, good. Okay. I'm good. I mean, I'll, if you want to throw something at him, you can. I haven't, I, I haven't write any talking points for him today. He can say whatever he wants. I'm <laughs> He's good. He's a free man now. I'm, I, whatever you want, Gov. Uh, so let's transition. Obviously, we're, you're starting to ramp up your reelection campaign. I'm, 
I'm going to see Bob Stefanowski at the Crocodile Club lunch today, and and the ads are flip flop. I mean, every other ad it goes Lamont Stefanowski uh, ad back to back all over the place. And yesterday you talked about the Inflation Reduction Act, and you know I just want to get a sense from you um, what if this passes, what does it actually mean for people in Connecticut? Uh, certainly when it comes to health care costs, it's going to be dramatic. And you're starting for the first time in um, many a year, we're bending the curve on deficits. You know, they went up year after year after year under President Trump. They've gone down over the last couple of years. This will help, you know, as well. But there's only so much a governor can do on inflation. I don't control Ukraine. I don't control supply chain in China. But what I can do is make people's lives a little bit easier. Uh, that's why we've got... Um, Tax cuts that are dropping this month, the month of August, money in your pocket, make life a little more supportable. I don't have anything to do with it, but I'm really glad to see the gas prices have come down about 15 or 20 percent. That sends a signal. And uh, you asked about the health care costs. Look, um, it's going to dramatically reduce uh, what you pay on health insurance. Everybody earning up to one hundred and fifty thousand um Plus, that'll make a big difference if you go to the exchange. That's my recommendation. Let me ask you a question, and this may be, and and, and again, I want to talk about inflation. You brought up gas prices. I, we mentioned this off mic, and this is something I talk about all the time because I, I use my notebook. I, I, I chart the AAA gas price every single stinking day. And so I know that in mid-July, when it's you know things were coming down, Connecticut was lower than the national average. And now as we stand on the 12th of August, uh, the national average is below the average in Connecticut. And I'm just curious, and I know there's the 25-cent gas tax reprieve, and, and, and it's the lowest gas in New England, but why was it lower than the national average and now it's not? Is there any explanation for that? Yeah. I'm like you, though, Brian. I spent uh, two years looking at COVID infection rates right. every, every three hours. Then I spent the last four months looking at um, uh, gasoline prices. Uh, the good news is... Um, you know, still about the lowest in the region, but we have relatively high gas prices as a region compared to the rest of the country. I think you can see why Oklahoma and Texas and right. other places They're are closer to the source. Than us. We're sort of at the end of the supply chain when it comes to uh, energy resources, and that costs us. But it seems like it's gone down to a slower rate than, than some other places. I guess I, I don't know if there's an explanation or you can look at it. Just it, you look at it and it's just it, it's gone down, but it's gone down at a slower rate since the national average is still le- less expensive. Um, but it's I don't know what the reason is, so I don't expect you would. We're talking with Governor Ned Lamont. We're also here with Max Reese, outgoing communications director for the governor, uh, now uh, with M&T Bank as they consolidate uh, with People's Bank here in Connecticut. Uh, when it comes to inflation, you know, intellectually, you're right. There's only so much you can do about it, but it's going to be pinned to you by the opposition. And are there are there any things beyond what you've already done? I mean, because the argument that the Stefanowski's making in the media is that we have all this money and we can still give back more and not jeopardize our future. Is is there any truth to that? Look, uh, we have the biggest middle-class tax cut in the history of the state, and that money is going to be in your pocket, not next April, but uh, now. I think that makes an enormous difference. Then you can say, let's double up. Let's do more rebates. Let's do more. You have to make choices. We've made a choice. Not only do we have that tax cut, but also for the first time in history, we're paying down our unfunded pension liability. Everybody yells about that, uh, but nobody ever does anything about it. We're doing that. 
You know what that means? It saves taxpayers $450 million, not this year, but for the next 30 years. And that will allow us to hold down taxes and not have to cut spending on uh, things like education and state police because we uh, plan that prudently. Do you want to say that? I I, good? I I agree you with what concur? Governor Lamont said. You I concur. concur. Like, You're uh, a free man like, now, Max. Catch <laughs> me if you can. No, I, I I think. Look, I mean, what what I said off camera. What, what I said off camera. Attaboy, Max. What I said off microphone was, you know, look, government gets accused a lot of the time of not moving quick enough. You know, Governor Lamont moved to cut the gas tax as fast as possible, one of only three states to do it off the top. And then this child tax rebate, right? Those checks are going to be hitting mailboxes, I believe, in the next two weeks, if I'm not mistaken. You know, that's real money back in people's pockets. That's more money to fill up your gas tank, more money for food, et cetera. And I think that, you know, that, I, that's the response. I didn't ask you to hit the talking points that he didn't get. <laughs> I asked you that I thought maybe if you were going to have a question. By the way, Bob Stefanowski is more than welcome to come in for some time. He's, he's been invited, of course course and he's been in i just need for there is equal time and it will happen max i just want to tell you we have to go to break yep. the governor's going to stick around for a few more minutes uh it, listen you know outside of the professional realm you know we love your family and we wish you the best and hopefully you won't be a stranger come on mike anytime i'll see you, you around brian shoot the breeze and, and you're allowed to talk bad once i leave about me that's fine that's okay. cool with it. that's well, cool I'll, I'll give it a shot all right cool you can okay. figure it out all right man <laughs> max reese all right i uh, will take a quick break joey i don't even know do i did, did i do i have to do weather Okay, I just want to double check. Uh, we're here with Governor Lamont. Uh, of course, you know, I thought it was nice to uh, give a chance for both of them to say sort of a public uh, goodbye to each other. So, Governor Lamont, you're three plus years in. I'm just curious, uh, you, you know, why do you want a second term? Like, what what makes you want to do this? Because I, 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 I don't think there needs to be some sort of stigma that, you know, one do, doing one term is a bad thing. Or, you know, we're talking about this with the federal government now with, you know, Joe Biden being, you know, 79 and some people clamoring for him not to run again. But I don't think there's shame in one term. Like, why do you want to keep this job? I think we got a lot done in the first uh, four years, Brian, but we still have a lot of work to do. You know, number one, we we're just lurching from fiscal crisis to fiscal crisis. It was a uh, it was a mess. You know, they couldn't get the budget done on time when it was done. It was two billion dollars in deficit. I think we've uh, begun to turn that around, you know, four surpluses in a row. But now I've got to make sure we invest the resources in a way that really make a difference. And that starts with a daycare, affordable daycare, allow mom and dad to get back to work and workforce. I got 140,000 jobs we can't fill. Shame on us if I don't take this as an opportunity to make sure every one of those jobs is filled with somebody with skills to get the job done. That's how EB and Sikorsky and our hospitals, everybody keep growing and prospering. You know, that's the private sector, and there's a lot of job openings at the state level. Is this a, a good opportunity to sort of audit how the state does things and streamline it? If you, I mean, if there's so many job openings at the, uh, for state workers and, and things are going okay, I mean, I think, I think the place where you want to invest more is like mental health and so on and so forth. But, I mean, is there an approach to like what, what we need and what we don't need as you have all these needs at the state level? Yes, but remember, um, over half of state government is very people intensive. I, I can't replace state police with, um, you know, a, a lot of technology. I need um, cops on the beat. You know, I need nurses able to take care of folks. Maybe I can do a little more with uh, telehealth, but the other 90% requires more nurses on the beat, making sure that they're not getting burned out. Same with teachers. You know, we learned a lot about teachers in the classroom. We're short of teachers. You know, that said, we're doing more with IT than we've ever done before. You know, I heard Max and you talking before about DMV. 
I mean, that's going to be fewer people and faster service because you can do it online. Yeah, Joe Giletti is a good guy. Uh, he's done a, uh, a good job. Listen, uh, the economy is, you know, I, I skew a little towards economics just because, you know, my background in, in journalism. And how worried are you about the Connecticut economy when the largesse runs out? I mean, do you have a way to look into the future to project that and see what it looks like? And is that a concern? Look, I'm prepared for what could be a recession. I think we know the rising interest rates, uh, that could be out there. But I'm not spending away all that money and handing it out. We've got enough reserves, so we're not going to have to raise taxes or, um, you know, slash uh, education spending. Uh, More broadly, I'm very positive about the Connecticut economy. Our manufacturing is growing, growing fast. A lot of it is long-term defense, so it's not recession-proof, but we're better positioned Eds and meds, um, our strength is the best education system in the world, and that's uh, getting better. And companies are now coming to Connecticut because they say, you've got the workforce I need to grow and prosper. We're talking with Governor Ned Lamont here on Brian and Company and WTIC News Talk 1080. Some of these are issues we've we've touched on before, but when I think of, listen, Hartford is... It is. It is what it is. I mean, it's a. It's a. It's a. It's a mid to smaller city that struggles. When you look at it in the macro and compare it to other municipalities across the country, and and we we talked about. I talked yesterday with, um, I believe it was, yeah, Ken Gosselin of the Current about the the stilts building. It's in foreclosure. We know that not everyone's coming back to work. But even if everybody came back to work, Harford still didn't have enough people working in the city, and you know, and. I came here in 2001, two, to, to media in Connecticut. I moved to Connecticut in 98. Back then, it's the same conversation. And, and how do you deal with these cities like Hartford um, that had this glorious past, that are trying to figure out the present and the future? And I see like Worcester, Massachusetts is a smaller city, but it's found a way to sort of get things going again. And how, how, how do you do it? I mean, how do, in, the next, in the next year or whether you get another four years, I mean, how do you make it so that Hartford can be a positive comeback story? First of all, I tell you that um, Stanford, Norwalk, New Haven, Waterbury, New London, all growing very quickly, vibrant downtown centers. Hartford, you're right. The commercial, the insurance has not come back uh, as fast as it's we want. It's probably not going to come news. back. So. The good news is um, – it's got great bones. A lot of people want to move into the city. A lot of residential development going on, more downtown development. You may not have to work for a 500-person company. You may be self-employed. You can do that online with fast internet. And Hartford's a relatively inexpensive. It's got great cultural amenities. And um, I think you're going to see residences and residential be part of the Hartford Renaissance. Yeah, I just feel like we've been, I mean, I see the buildings. I see what's going on around Dunkin' Donuts Park, and I do see it. But I, it's, it's the same message I've been hearing for, for 20 plus years. And I think that if, if Hartford could, and I, I'm a cheerleader, I'm not against it. I'm not, you know, I, but if, if we could get that narrative to be a present tense instead of always looking at the future, I think it would be a huge I think positive. It is present. You just describe what you see in and around Dunkin' Donuts. You look at the hundreds of units of housing, they're sold out, Brian. I mean, people still want to move to Hartford. Whether they're working for a big insurance company or working on their own, I don't care. They're working and they're uh, living in Hartford. And you're making our restaurants and cultural institutions come back to life. You know, we're going to talk to you, I'm sure, several times between now and November. It seems like, you know, in a lot of ways, politically, it doesn't seem that there's a huge gap between you and and Mr. Stefanowski. And I I made the joke, it seems like, you know, you want to do, 
you give some tax cuts. He just want he wants to, but he wants more. And 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 so like they're they're on a, the inflation lane is going to be a lane that they're going going to go at. But just you know, give you can give your little elevator pitch to Connecticut in terms of what distinguishes you from what Bob Stefanowski has for a vision for this state. I think I'm investing in our future. I'm not just handing a lot of uh, money out right now. We talked a little bit about paying down pensions, something everybody's talked about for ages. I'm the one guy that did it. I don't think that's really important to the Republicans. I didn't get anybody. They haven't done it for 30 years, and um, nobody's backing me up on that right now. They want to spend that money. You know, and other issues, let's face it, when it comes to freedom, you know, for me, that's – that's choice. That's contraception. That's a lot of the things that are coming down from the Supreme Court. Uh, there's obviously a, quite a difference between me and my Republican opponent and uh, how we possession that and who you trust to make sure we're there defending the rights of women and um, and defending freedoms in general. Uh, we're out of time. I, I appreciate, as always, a whole bunch. I have a whole page full of questions, I, more things I'd love to discuss. But uh, we always appreciate your access ability and and willingness to come on uh, on the station so we, we appreciate it governor have a great weekend thanks brian let's get back to traffic now yeah. <laughs> governor, <laughs> governor lamont is like it's so funny because he's like traffic doesn't change in connecticut why are we doing it every eight minutes it- we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.